Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. Thank you guys for listening all around the world. 132 countries wow. and counting, Craig. 132. Isn't that great? To think we started with just absolutely zero. Nothing. I remember one podcast you said started from the bottom. Now we here. I did. <laughs> he was rapping and freestyling. And sometimes when I say 132 countries, I think of we started at uh, the city of, of, of LA on the radio. That's right. FM radio. And now we're hitting different countries, and it's a beautiful thing. Check out our Instagram pages and everything else for so much more information at Cannabis Talk 101. Our at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Was Law. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. I'm at Joe Grande 52. And feel free to give us a call 800 420 1980. That's 800 420 1980. Before we get to some news, you know, as I just gave out your Instagram, I, I haven't had the chance to bring this up to you yet. What the hell is wrong with you? What now? Walking your fucking dog on your Instagram, like, look at my little Mozzie. Look at my. I would never in Mozzie, my life. Mozzie happens to be famous now. Knowing who you are and the little you tough know, guy persona got you are. Thousands of followers now. Walking a rat. You know what I'm doing? Around your neighborhood. I'm pimping out my Pomeranian. I'm trying to get it gigs. Has any of your friends. Look, you're in a fucking We're biker game. We're trying to breed it. Anybody out there wants to hey, breed Hey, I'm Mr. Breed Mark Washerman, big Mozzie's brother. Ready. Pop Mozzie's a male. He's ready to breed. Anybody want to see my white little Pomeranian? <laughs> Come here. Wow, I feel some hostility. No, I thought it was. No, I, feel no, no, like, no, no. I feel like. Craig. I'm being like dog shamed. I. Am thought... I being new, new dog owners? Well, it's been a, it's been a year. I but just think it, it goes against your. Per, I, I put my air quotes up. It goes and you're looking at my persona. private one, right? Is it your private one that I seen? Yeah. I don't know what it was. Oh, was I didn't private, see if it was the. It could have been on Mozzie's. Mozzie I has his own page. I think, unfortunately, I follow that fucking dumb one too, which is terrible if I do. But I'm but sure. You do. Are you seeing it, Pitt? Do you see it? Do you see him following it? Out there oh yeah. The dog. No, that's that's Amanda. And that was that Waslaw dog. I was dog. following it. And, no, that's on. I did that one. At Waslaw Dog, right? I did. And look at the one next to it where I take a picture of my dog in a birthday hat on a chair. That's what I think got it to me. You that has in the background, it says, Happy Mother... What does it say? <laughs> well, you it know, says, Happy Mother Puppers. That's what I mean, dog. <laughs> I don't know if you're moving to Palm Springs or if you're just changing your whole dynamic. Oh, that's... that's You know what, Joe? That's not nothing. You I'm just what, saying Joe? you're loosening up. I didn't say anything. I'm sending you a, re- I'm sending you a note. 
You're getting a red slip. HR. You're getting to go into HR. I didn't say that. You only know what I mean if you know what I mean. That's it. You know what? But it's just I crazy. I love that little dog. That's what I love about you. I I'm saying I'm looking That's at that. That's why going, I didn't initially want another dog because I just know how I am with those dogs. You're going to get so emotional. You're going to be a mess if anything happens. And so would I. Craig, I'm... 10 times probably worse. My whole pay, everything would be about, I mean, mine's all about my kids anyway. You go to Joe Carter 52. I know, it's all, all kids. family, man, Kevin. Man, yeah. Little kids here. Little but kids, you know what the difference man, is? Man, man, kids. Those kids can tell me to shut up. Your dog can't. <laughs> well, he can bark at you. <laughs> no, don't get don't get it twisted. He he talks to us. You know. He wants something. <laughs> He'll like kind of bark, cough at you like, I want your attention, Give, give me some of the mozzie sounds like you just that was did it. Right that, was it. that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And <laughs> you're just giving us dog. That so was it. That was what's dog the sound dog. when Mozzie's hungry? You know what? That he doesn't really bark for his food. It's when what he, about when he's angry? It's when he wants. He's sitting there and he wants food from your hand. Um, what's the sound? Oh, well, I just did. Is that, that so? That's the only sound. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much his. I'm gonna. I, I want something from you. Oh, that is great. Well, you know what I want from you? you? I want some cannabis news from you. Well, this is some good news. Let's see if this even happens. A uh, congressman, actually a Republican congressman, has a bill out. That would protect marijuana consumers' Second Amendment rights, right to have a gun. Oh, I love that, as we all should. You know, we, what? Get, I'm cool we get asked this all the time, and we kind of stay out of the arms. You know, we don't do the, when you have to do an application and what you have to sign, and, you know, I'm not on a controlled substance, all this shit you have to sign. So here we got a bill that would protect Second Amendment rights for cannabis consumers by exempting people in legalized states from a federal restriction that bars any unlawful user of a controlled substance from owning a firearm. HR 280, HR 2830, the Gun Rights and Marijuana Act, filed on Thursday by Representative Don Young, Republican from Arkansas, two GOP senators, adds a short provision to the existing federal law specifying that the term unlawful user of or addicted to any controlled, this is great right here, or addicted to any controlled substance, which it says now, and, and and right now cannabis is a controlled substance, so you can't own a gun if you smoke it. But you're saying if you're addicted. to Well, it. you know that that's the, when people that's the ask us that crazy. question, we always say, "Well, to me, you're not addicted, so you can answer no to that because you're not addicted." That that's what I that's what and I. Not would only put. not only that, but, who's the idiot but, that says yes, but I am? What they're putting in the, in the the amendment. This shall not include a person by reason of unlawful unlawful use or addiction to marijuana. Say that line. Say that again. This may not what. So the term unlawful user of or addicted to any controlled substance shall not include a person by reason of unlawful use or addiction to marijuana. What is unlawful use to marijuana? I don't understand. That, that means you're using a controlled substance and it's unlawful. So if you're in a state. Federally, it's still unlawful to so consume cannabis. Every, every, that's all 50. Right, right, right. So what they're doing is they're saying, they're, taking, they're making this amendment to say the use of cannabis does not fall under the gun provision. So, so you could put, okay, I, you know, I'm not addicted, to, I'm addicted to heroin, blah, 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 but being a, you won't lie, because right now you th theoretically could be lying on your app if you put down, I don't use marijuana, I don't have marijuana. Now you could put it down, and it wouldn't disqualify And then say, I'm not I'm, but I'm not addicted to it. No, it doesn't matter now. If this amendment goes through, the exemption would apply and only And this is in all 50? 
This would be a federal amendment federal to the existing wow. gun laws. The exemption would apply only to people who live in a state or tribunal jurisdiction that permits the use of marijuana by adults and only if they do not violate the local cannabis laws. Marijuana would remain a Schedule One controlled substance under the proposal, and the federal restriction against owning firearms would, be, would remain in place for consumers of any other drug. Quote, the federal government has no business. Un- and this is crazy. This is from the Republican. But it's only for the gun issue? Really? The federal government has no business unduly, restriction, unduly restricting responsible citizens from exercising their rights or restricting states from listening to their constituents and reforming marijuana laws. Young, who is co-chair of the Congressional Cannabis Caucus, said the Graham Act bridges this gap. Given that it deals with both gun and marijuana <laughs> marijuana, and cannabis rights, there really is something for those on both sides of the aisle to support. One is the gun owners. And the marijuana owners. And the marijuana consumers. owners. And there's a lot of people who are both. And what, what's crazy is, wouldn't you think, wouldn't you rather have someone high using a gun than someone who's drunk? And not only that, does the alcohol question come to play? Hell no. That's but, the part that's but, baffling, but, but, right? under the, but under the rules of owning a gun, especially a concealed weapons permit, you can't go into an establishment that has alcohol packing. You have to leave it locked in your car. But they don't want it around alcohol. But that doesn't mean you go in there and get drunk, come out and take it out of your car and go fucking shoot somebody. Am I correct to hear from what you're saying that they're asking you if you use cannabis on, on the application, correct? No, I, I don't know. I think it's, do you use a controlled substance? A controlled substance, which and now is cannabis, cannabis isn't now cannabis. Crystal meth. If this passes, cannabis would be accepted from that definition. But it's from right now at this second, it's it's in there for that, and including heroin, crystal meth, cocaine, Correct. mushrooms, whatever else as a legal substance. Correct. But it doesn't have any fucking question. And if I'm not mistaken, the dialogue that you read was uh, addicted to something. Well, use and addiction. What did you think, Craig, that they would absolutely ask a question, even though you can lie about it, because here's how you can support this that maybe you do. Do you have an addiction to alcohol? And if you click click no, but then you look at the record and they have two DUIs, you clearly have a fucking problem. Right. So therefore, now I could support this, just like if you were to click no under addiction of, 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 of uh, the drugs, but you've been arrested three, two times, just What's two times point? again. What's your point? They need to have the question for alcohol. Oh, you that's would That's my point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And my point is that. But that's okay. Alcohol's okay. You can have uh, liquor stores in every corner. You can have b- bar, dive bars in every neighborhood, and uh, that's okay. So let's not talk about alcohol because it's okay. It's, it doesn't kill more people than I don't, God knows what on this earth, but it's okay. It's alcohol. It's okay, cannabis, the plant that can grow on the side of the freeway without nothing The plant nothing, that chills you out. Calms you down. You ain't doing nothing crazy. You ain't beating somebody up like you do when you're on drunken. That's right, because I always say, though, the, the person who gets too high, who's out and about, they'll stop and eat and they'll calm down. They, they won't drive. Well, it's Cannabis Talk 101. Make sure you check out Terpene Warehouse, Cali FX Connector, Dime Industry, Dope Minerals, and of course, catch us all live at G4 Live, May 21st through the 23rd at the Mandalay Bay. Pitt's going to be out there doing his thing. I can't wait to see him shaking his tail feather. Right now, when we come back, you guys are going to have a break. I hear them. The ladies of Cannabis Talk 101 are coming in the building, and I've seen them prepping for some good stuff, so check them out. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this.
Make sure you check out the G4 Live presented by the Bud Tender Awards with Cannabis Talk 101, iHeartMedia, and Travis Barker. Go to G4Live.com to register while exhibitor space is still available. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Now it's time for the women of Cannabis Talk 101 with the skinny queen, Janae Alt and Playboy Playmate, Christine Smith. Hi, welcome to the women of Cannabis Talk 101. This is Janae Alt. You can check me at J-E-N-A-E-A-L-T. And I'm Christine Smith. You can follow me on Christine's Fire. And, and you, you are Vava Vibin' with, with the, the women, women of Cannabis, Cannabis Talk, Talk 101. Hello, how is everyone out there in the airwaves, Christine? Hello, hello, listeners. Are you lighting up? Yes, and you know what? This There's a war out there, Christine. No, there really is a war. I know what you're talking about. An honest, true war that needs to end now, people. And what kind of war is that? It's the war on drugs. Because drugs are bad, okay? Does I snort my weed? Drugs Listen are bad, Mr. okay? Let's see if I can Good do it. Self-art. Drugs are bad, okay? You gonna pull me over, <laughs> officer? <laughs> so when you think about the not war on discussing dr- my day. Yeah. <laughs> when you, you're not going to discuss your day and you're going to plead the fifth. And shut the fuck up. And shut the fuck up. Hashtag. So when you think about the drawer of uh, the war on drugs, this is a question for everyone. So I want everyone to think about this because the obvious answer is what we think we're going to say, but I'm going to sideswipe you. So 
When you think of the war on drugs, what do you think about? Um, first that comes to mind is always how much minorities are hugely just properly uh, arrested more than anyone, do more time. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's so messed up. It's like the jail system is the complete, uh, it, it's just a, what do you call it? It's just, they're, they're there for money. You, Christine's getting hot already. <laughs> Woo, trying to get it already. Trying to guess it. What, you read my script or something? Get out of here. No, but it's, uh, also, is it, is it how many states are legal yet? I mean, that's one, right? That's the one. We're trying to get federally legal. But there's one other side to the coin, and it's some things that's shrugged underneath a rug, and it's overlooked. It's people. The people. We are the people. Read the people. I think you mean the actual human beings, fathers, mothers that are separated from their families are having, you know, a roach in their car. Anything and everything that puts you behind bars, and once you get behind bars, you can stay behind bars, and those bars can be imprinted into your skin and face forever if you don't know your rights and know what to do. You want to know why? Yes. Well, a lot of communities are impacted by war on drugs, still suffer. There are still people locked up for just dime bags and even for people that are unable to receive basic social benefits because of this. So let me, I want to make sure to get this out. This is something that really resonated with me. People that are locked up and still locked up for dime bags, if they get released, they do not receive basic social benefits like food stamps, housing assistance, federal loans because of prior drug conviction. I didn't know that. Did you? No. So unless you go and do all these things I'm going to tell you about, it stays on your record. And so when you get out of the slammer and want to try to rehabilitate your life, you can't even rehabilitate your life, even though it's starting to become legal. And I thought that was hot, something we needed to talk What's about. What's so messed up, too, is like, you know, in the cannabis uh, industry, we were so nervous when we first started out going into THC, because if you mess up and you get convicted, you can't work in cannabis again for years. So that's, and it just makes no sense, too. So it's like, you can go from one state, it's legal. You know, you walk two, you know, two steps over, it's illegal here. If it's legal in any states in the United States, everyone should be let out of jail, because it's fine if the state's like, hey, we, we still don't want it legal here, but people should all be out of jail. If it's been made legal in one state, everyone should be out. And think about this. This is the, uh, the ironic side of it. In an era where tiny computers are in our pocket and they can track our every move, in, in a physical and digital world where you might assume that the carousel and everything makes sense, data-fueled world is wrong when it comes to the system and when it comes to the people and it becomes with them being locked up. Facts. Many people quoted 40,000, a definitive number of people who are currently incarcerated for cannabis-related convictions. What do you think, Christine? What was the question? (laughs) It's a statement. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Statement that who is incarcerated in the United States, how many do you you think that is? Oh, the exact number? Oh, I don't know. Way too many. Right. So that number seems to be outdated, doesn't it, when I say 40,000? Does that seem outdated to you? I kind of feel like it does. Right? Because you want to know why? It wasn't done until 2004 is the last statistic study by the Bureau of Congress Statistics Survey of Prison Inmates was done in 2004. 
And the last one that they did that was only in one survey since then that was in 2016 by the BJS, the Bureau of Justice Statistics, and just now publishing a report on it since 2010. So think about think about that, Christine. With all these people locked up, going for a dime bag, trying to get out, they get out, then they don't know how to get expunged. They don't know well, that— Well, you have to pay for each thing to get expunged, which is so stupid. Like, it's funny. I had, like, four pages of criminal records. Everything was dismissed when I was younger. I'm like, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> no, it's so funny. Like, in every job, I would go to get a bartending job, and you'd hear the printer, nah, nah, going, going, going. I'm like, oh, that's me. Let me get up. You know, like, four pages of criminal records printed out. But it's like, but it was all dismissed, but it was still showed. And it's like, I would literally have to have the owner of every bar go with me and go, no, we really want to work her to get licensed and all this. And it's, like, ridiculous what I had to go through. So I can't imagine what these poor people go through where will he get hurt himself if he jumps? We have no. the dogs of Cannabis Talk 101 right. and Janae's adorable little Pomeranian where is- Kate Mesta is trying to jump off the couch. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's fine. If he wants to jump, then it's time. It's time. He's 104. Listen, <laughs> if he wants to commit suicide, let the dog do it. Listen, let the dog do what the dog wants to do. <laughs> I love him to death. This guy's got, he's got the, he's a whippersnapper. I love this dog. He can't hear a uh, semi could come through and he would just be sitting there whistling. But we love him to death. And, no wonder uh, he doesn't react to all our nonstop coughing. <laughs> yeah, right? This guy's like, what's going on? What's going on? Well, I wanted to get this out because this is really important to everything that I'm saying is um, when people are suffering and they get out, and you got to think, when you get out of prison, it's not like you're like, yes, I like to sit in my corner office and, oh, yes, have John come in. Like, you have to rehabilitate yourself. And all the things that you're rehabilitating yourself being stripped away from you, and then you're trying to get this stuff expunged and you can't, is I'm understanding now why the Bureau of Justice Statistics is taking seven years to do something and come out with a report, and they only have two reports from 2004 and 2010, when we know if Jenny from the block or Je- uh, whoever it is is tweeting anything and everything, we can know two in two seconds. We can't know who's locked up. Well, because they don't want us to know. It's ridiculous. It's, it's amazing the numbers. Like, when you go to court, have, like, violent uh, criminals will do less time than people have weed sometimes. Well, it, yeah, and you said it important. Like, you know, they don't want us to know. And what do you, th- when they don't want us to know, Christine, it makes me go, well, 100% what? we need to know. <laughs> so that makes us go, okay, we're, you know, all these things. I didn't even really, this didn't even resonate with me. Like I understood, I understood the pain and I understood like, you know, the minority thing and how uh, we're all suffering with all of this stuff. But I didn't really realize how in depth the, the prison system is on data to the people. And I don't I don't understand that because it seems like if we're really trying to fix a faulty system and trying to really rehabilitate people when they get out, it seems like we would want to have all the organizations there to help them, don't you think? Yeah, it needs to be something where, yeah, like all this stuff is isn't instantly expunged. It's like once it's proven, it's like, hey, it's legal now. We shouldn't still have to go through this nightmare process to get everything taken off. Yeah, I just, uh, I think it's a beautiful thing. Like, there, so something that I wanted to talk about that uh, is a really, really big thing here is what ha- is happening is no one is recording the number of convictions 
and with the relevated to cannabis or not. And this is the, another thing that I found. Okay, you're driving, right? And you get pulled over. Do you always notice that when you get pulled over, you just don't get pulled over for one thing? They'll write you for a couple tickets. Well, then things start to get a little convoluted, don't they? And then when you go to go to the judge and then they go to convict you and you have all these charges on you, cannabis is looked to the side and all these other things when they're trying to do data and it's all misled in the system. So you don't even know what who's getting incarcerated for what, for what because they're getting all of these different uh, things wrapped up around them. So I always I thought that was cr- like something that we should talk about. Have you ever noticed that, Christine? Like with all of the crimes, like with it going on, that you seem like it's not justice. No, it's not. It's definitely not. I mean, think about how many people literally have arthritis. Like, they have to use cannabis for their hands to work to support their family. They get pulled over with a joint. They go to jail. Like, kids lose their dad. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's atrocious. It really, really is atrocious that people are still sitting in jail in America for this right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not only do we not have a hard time with the war on drugs. It's hard clearing the time after you pay the time, right? Not only did you do the time... Now when you get out, because we're so far behind, you can't even rehabilitate your life because of the way the systems ran. Yeah, no one thinks it's like, hey, this guy was in jail for medicating. There's like, oh, he's a criminal. Well, expungement is a legal mechanism that allows the, re- the record of a criminal's conviction to be sealed or erased. The process of filing for an expungement requires a case effort from each individual. This bestow approach to expunge means that filing is a time-consuming and extensive, confusing process, not to mention expensive, which that's why Tory Marshall founded National Expungement Week called NEW. Hello, girl. I haven't heard this. You are awesome. Literally giving people their lives back, their parents back. Right? So before new expungement efforts were largely local, but by creating a new network of organizers, new is able to gather and publish data on expungement efforts nationally. They've helped over 2,500 people file for expungement in the last three years. That just melted my heart. You know what I mean? Like, give it up to the people, to Tory Marshall and National Expungement Week. Please go and check them out. You can follow them. I wrote it down at uh, www.nationalexpungementweek.org. So that is just something beautiful. I think that we really need to look at what the system is and where the data is going. Us as a community, Christine, don't you think that we need to start taking organizations that are running and starting to run data? And like having like an outspoken, like if yes, you were all arrested. These pro boners, lawyers, come yes, on, new lawyers. Come, if you were arrested, come forward and like even with Cannabis Talk 101, we want to hear your stories. Like please write into us. 1-800-420-1980. Please write into us. We want to know your stories and want to know if you have a record. We want to know if it's been expunged 
or if you need help with it, we would love to connect you. I'm going to reach out to uh, the new foundation myself and just give them a big applause. And I also want to let everybody know out there, it's always dime time no matter where you are. Yeah, seriously, get out of jail. You need some vape. You need some Cali. You need some, what, what do they have to look sexy? Yeah, and also make sure that if you aren't taking care of your skin, summer is coming and the rays are coming from the computer and the sun beating down on all of our temple. So it's time to hydrate and it's time to cover it with Made Man has got their new um, skin care line coming out. And let me just tell you, it is raving and making great reviews. So I don't know about you, but the boys are blazing hot over there, and I need to smoke what they're smoking. <laughs> I know. They're very excited about whatever their next topic is, looks like. Back to you, boys. Thank you for listening to the Women of Cannabis Talk 101 with the skinny queen, Janae Alt, and Playboy Playmate, Christine Smith. Make sure you check out the G4 Live presented by the Bud Tender Awards with Cannabis Talk 101, iHeartMedia, and Travis Barker. Go to G4Live.com to register while exhibitor space is still available. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone, there was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends, we're just each other's pulse. I mean, 
it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, ladies. Christine and Janae, always so nice to have you guys be a part of the show. Make sure you go check out the ladies at G4 Live, May 21st and the 23rd. They're going to be there at the Mandalay Bay. I'm not going to front. I'm probably going to be hanging out with them, too, going, hey, guys, look at me. I got some hot chicks on my shoulders. Yeah, look at me. You don't need to do that, Joe. It happens all the time anyways. You're right, Craig. You're a player like myself. Hello. You're right. I'm going to have a couple other ones anyways. Babe, wow. I, I thank God my wife don't listen to me on any show because she was like, <laughs> he is I wonder so sometimes. Full. He is so, yeah, she don't listen because she knows this is this the whole full-on character that she goes, you're so full of shit. Get your ass home. Okay, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mama, yes, mama, yes, babe. All talk, all bargain. Yes, babe, here I come. Well, you guys, uh, we had some great news there uh, about what Craig gave earlier. Ladies gave some great information. As I talk about G4 Live going down in Las Vegas, I have another Go Green scenario that's going down in Las Vegas, Craig. What do you got, Joe? Las Vegas chef Daniel Stram uses his culinary skills to incorporate CBD in the kitchen. So now we're going to be going to Vegas, you guys. You're going to be going and seeing. We already see the big shiny lights everywhere. I don't even need to get into the full story of how he graduated from Lord Cordon Bleu Culinary School. But the 20 so we getting the meal made for us? You know, well, I don't know him that well. I wish I did. No, you know, not yet, Craig. Come I, on, make a phone call. You know what? I probably could, to be honest with you. I'm sure we all, any of us can, being here from the show. But um, I just think this is dope that, you know, this young cat, you know, tells himself he was a French trained and then refined in Japanese cuisine. This and that, but the good part about what I'm reading here and the reason why it's crossing over on all of our segments, I mean, I think it's making waves, it's cannabis news, and it's going green because it's allowing people now to go into a restaurant that is doing something different, meaning we've all been to great steakhouses in Vegas. We've all been to great sushi spots. We've been to everything you could imagine. We've had great stuff there, and we love it, and and we... and, and. I love going to Vegas for those great meals like that as well. But now it's going green because now in those big green lights, you're going to see CBD infused, potentially. And I think it's great to think people are going to have now options and it's going to be exploded in their faces around the world. Would you go to a high-end quality restaurant, the ones that we went to, and if they have the CBD infused, would you get it? Tasted good, hell yeah. Everything I've tasted that's been CBD infused, I don't even taste any different. Then why not? So that's my point is, have I had food like that? Yes. And I put the oils under my tongue every day. Do you taste any difference? No. I don't feel like it's going to taste like... Now, when I say CBD infused or THC infused, the THC infused does have a little higher push in the taste. Well, I mean, it depends how it's made. I mean, I, I think I'm probably skeptical because of how long ago I started trying edibles, and back then, some of them could be nasty. Now they've come, you know, the technology they have now for making these edibles, you can't even tell there's cannabis well, in it. Well, the way they process it down better, you know, the butters yeah, and this and that. Yeah, my kids are actually, I'm tasting some tonight. They're coming out with an edible line. Oh, really? West Coast Cure, look for it. You're going to do an edible? Taste. I'm going to, it's gummies. Oh, they're going to so be gummies. So I can, I can... 
take you know a five milligram gummy and not you know five thousand milligrams and I, I I'll be fine. So is it's that really, what they're gonna start really off with? Five, five milligrams? I'm I'm I think five or ten per gummy. I'm not sure yet. I'll find out tonight. I really like the fives. I think that's the smartest way to do it because if you want ten, you take two. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. like it's the, so much the, easier to dose because we always say with THC you can always dose up. You cannot dose down. I was hanging out with some cats recently that they pop one, pop one. He was drinking quite a few drinks during the day, took a five milligram edible, then smoked a cigar. And he's like, man, what's in the cigar, right? <laughs> he's like, this cigar's great. And, it was and these are regular- THC. Yes, edibles. five milligram THC edibles. And he's like, what's in this cigar? I'm like, dog, it's just a normal cigar. What you mean? He was like, I'm feeling so relaxed. I'm like, that has nothing to do with the cigar, player. You sat there and ate a five milligram, and you don't sit there and do THC often. You're feeling the effects of that. So, yeah. you know, Las Vegas is going green in so many different ways. Props out to Chef Daniel Stram for doing his thing and uh, polishing off his culinary skills by incorporating CBD in the kitchen. So we may see some great French restaurant opening up with some Japanese cuisine. Uh, stay tuned for where it's going to be out in Las Vegas. When you go out there, take a look at it. Uh, I know you have some other cannabis news that you wanted to get to. Yeah, I got a little couple little articles here we can go over that kind of interesting. Did you see that? Uh, and this is it, man. Big business invading cannabis. Get you know, make your money now. Uber CEO says company could get into cannabis delivery. Uber can start delivering cannabis once federal regulation allows a company to do so. CEO Dara, whatever his name is, said on uh, CNBC recently. When the road is clear for cannabis, when federal laws come into play, we're we're absolutely going to take a look into it. I think it's smart. Brilliant. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it's just crazy that, you know, I mean, we have delivery services that are the Uber of cannabis, but for Uber to reach out or Uber to get into that, I mean, I, that could be a death knell for a lot of delivery companies. Well, there's going to be the death knell for a lot of them anyways once it goes federally legal because that big money is going to come in, and Uber's the big money right now. Uber's the big... When we were growing up, it's taxi services, the yellow and black taxis, right? And That's they, all you see in cities and everywhere, especially in New York, and they're still there in New York, but in Vegas... You know, Palm Springs, you go to this, these San Diego, you go to certain areas that you would see the yellow and black taxis, San Francisco, all well, over everywhere. The place. Now they're nowhere. You barely, barely see them. And Vegas, now, they're, still, the they're still pretty, they're still prevalent in Vegas, but they're, you're right. A lot of places, they're, they're not. I think it's smart. I, it's, it'll be interesting to see how, I mean, they're still going to have to get licensed in every state. So I always feel you know, bad for not, the people that have been doing it so but, hard. But I don't think it's going to be as easy as he's making it out to be. Because you're still going to have to get a state license and get a city permit and get all the same stuff. But wouldn't you think I the, think, the I think CEO of that company and the way they run it? He doesn't understand how cannabis works and cannabis licensing works. He just thinks, shit, delivery? Uber? Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be as simple like as But cats like that that got big money like that and they're traded on the NASDAQ and all this other crap that, you know what, we're going to do it. We're going to make it happen no matter what. If I said we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Well, the Fed's got to come around first. And Lord knows when that's going to happen. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Please tell me you have another one for us. I do, actually. 21 states, including Virginia, Nevada, New Jersey, now New York, have, have protections for medical cannabis users. And I believe also New York has protections for adult users, adult recreational users, for employment rights. Hmm? Employment rights. 
Really? Right now in the state of California, if your employer says you can't smoke cannabis and you get tested for cannabis, you could, even though you used it in your off time, you could get fired. I hate to be the guy that says, well, I agree with that because I do. Because do they t- test you for alcohol like you drank last night? You know what? It's not federally legal. You drank last m- night? M- hands on the it other side. That has nothing to do with federally legal anything. I know. You know what it no, has take, to do with? Take the Save federal my le- company. Okay, take okay. the federal legal out of federal it. Federal legal out of it. Craig, so you want to fire everybody company. who smokes weed during it's the my night on their I'm own time? If you want to fire them just because they tested positive, not because of anything they did, not because of how they're working. They're overachievers. They're working great. They're making you a shitload of money, but because the policy says we don't allow cannabis in your system. If that's the job you signed up for and you read it, you're the one who did that. This is that company that said, these are my rules. These are the regulations. If you want to work that's here, because it was this is the way it goes. That's because it was illegal. It is not illegal and anymore. And guess what? If I, it's not illegal if anymore. If I choose to hire people and I want people, do I think it's right? No, but if I'm saying I agree with the owner of the company. If that's the way they want to do it, do I think it's stupid? Yes, but but I, my point is I think it's stupid in a way of that sucks for the user that wants to consume for their medicine, but as the owner of the company, I respect that legal, right. How can le- what I other, respect and understand what that right. What other legal conduct can an employer use to fire you? <laughs> what other legal conduct? None. If None. that lawyer, to, ready do, for this? You have Craig, to do something wrong. Craig. That lo- that, that's why all these other states are I enacting finish? laws because they're allowing their citizens to... Legally engage in using cannabis. That employer is the Kaiser Hospital, and the person that's using it is a surgeon. He's and probably that he, surgeon. He's cutting better. Hold on, hold he's on. Probably cutting on. better because it cut down. Craig, his hold drunk on. From lunch. He barely started using cannabis because he heard how great it is, and he barely realized the benefits of it, and he doesn't know how much to use. Now, see how I was presented something totally different? No, it's still stupid no, because it's not. It you is. Know it is. Did he get high before surgery? Can I finish the scenario? You just did. No, I didn't. You did. You said, see, now, la, la, la. He doesn't know how much to use. He's feeling like this and that. And before you know it, he goes into surgery and he's overconsumed. He could have overconsumed anything, Joe. He shouldn't be doing surgery. Period. And, and I agree. Right. And as an employer right. who's hiring so people, if he is I have impaired the on the job. And he you know how fired. he won't. You know how he won't do it. He should by, by not using it. No, not if he uses it at night. If, if, if I'm sure, if a doctor at night decided to drink too much, took an Ambien to go to sleep because it's too stressful a job, he got in the morning for surgery and didn't feel right. He's going to call off. He's not going to go in and you do a hope. fucking surgery impaired. You would hope. But your so. analogy's false for the for the weed and. Uh, that's Craig with your cannabis news, and you're wrong. Oh, boy. I think out there, if you ever want to call us up and say uh, your input on that, 800-420-1980. That's 800-420-1980. I mean, should an employer be able to hire the people they want to we have? We were done with this conversation. I'm not. And I, I was want done. We're done. Well, you're done. I want your opinion wrong. out there if you're listening. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If nobody else loves you, you love Craig. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.